Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, it's not the end. This is the end, not yet. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's 90 Day Gate. Let's fly. We thought this was the last episode. We were wrong. We were wrong, and there's a car honking outside about it. No, it's a car alarm. It's like, you know that guy? It's the, This is that guy that just Why, When won't... is he coming? When, <laughs> when is he coming? I've been really jerking his dick for an hour. hour. Yeah. Uh, if he would just jizz. Then I could go home and get Taco Bell on the way. <laughs> Didn't rhyme, but that's okay. You know, but the intention was there. Or even worse, when you're having sex. When, you're, when your butthole's just, just, it's just, you can't feel anything at I'm this like, point. I'm like, are you close? Are you close? <laughs> you're close? And are you like, close? And they're like, no, man. Just I, a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm like, can I have a break? <laughs> I'm like, my intestines is on the floor. <laughs> Please. So... This please, please. That's a deep cut for one of our watch alongs um, today. So it looks Yo, like there at least the ninety day games. There's at least one more episode of this of Toe. At least, um, but they didn't say next week was the finale. I think there we've got two more weeks of this shit. So when are the tell alls? I think the tell alls are going to coincide with. The new season of Manati Day Fiance, because that is what they usually do. This is like living under a communist regime. You don't know what's coming up. It's true. This is how they make people uh, 
You bend people's will. If you are a producer on Matt Sharp, you're a sick motherfucker. I kind of agree because we don't know if up is down. No. Day is night. No. They could premiere it and we would lose our minds. That, yes. Yeah. I. Every other show, like on every other network, is like, coming in three weeks. Yeah. This. Yeah. We knew about the uh, Labor of Love finale five episodes in. Because everybody wanted it to end. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, even the production crew was like, yeah, off how many days they had left. We really wasted a great theme song on that. You're right. You know, we're still going to sing that at our live shows. Actually, no, because people, Celine came for us for the rides. We could never afford people it. People would go, what was that again? What was that? How was that? Was that show on for like 10 episodes and no one watched it? Yeah. Yeah. You guys, welcome to 90 Day this Gays. This is Toe. This, this is, is toe. toe. This is Toe. Season 2, episode 21. Is it 21? The Cost of Love. So this is this is an anomaly, you guys. We are now on 20 episodes without a tell-all. They did this before, but then for the like the last two or three seasons, they've done like... 20 this episodes. This would be the tell-all by now. Yeah. They were doing like... That's another thing, too. This isn't like fucking Friends. You know Friends is going to be 22 episodes <laughs> on cable. No. It's like Matt Sharp just tells With TLC. With a lot more laughs. Yeah, it's like Matt Sharp says, listen, TLC, I can make you or break yeah. you. I'm telling you, it's like living under a communist regime. It's, I bet the executives at Discovery are fearful. Uh, they're not. They're not. They're they're ready to come for us. Well, which y'all we know why they came for us because uh, y'all TLC is announcing their own podcast, their own their own ninety day ninety day fiance. They, their first interview is Colt, and um, it's by uh, two people. Is it Mike and Aoki? Aoki? And we just want to just making that up. We just want to say I want to wish them all the best. I really all do. all the best. Godspeed. Y'all, it's amazing I could say that and lightning did not strike me. Yeah, when I say for them. if you ever hear me say I wish you all the best, that means I wish you would die. As my mother would say, Well, I'm sure that's gonna go great. I'm sure it's gonna be wonderful. It's gonna go great. Yeah. Actually, we're excited for the name change, which by the way, y'all, if you haven't come and named us, come and name us. All come you- name us. I'm gonna say this one more time. If you wanna <laughs> submit a name, for our show, go to the show notes. Carl? Don't. What are the show <sighs> notes, Carl? Well, let me tell you, Carl's wife. The show notes, if you listen to a podcast, or the thing, if you just either press on the picture, it'll turn around. If you scroll up. What's a picture? Exactly. What's, a, what's If you're what's there, I can't help you. <laughs> what's show art? Anyway, <laughs> y'all, there's the notes of the episode. That's and then you'll see there's it a says little link that says, like, come name us with a hyperlink. Jenny eats a grub worm. Yes. Yeah. Click on the hyperlink and it will take you to a Google Doc. And that's where you can submit your name information. If you go to our website and you email us, that's super sweet. Yeah. If you send us an Instagram message, that's wonderful. That's sweet. And I'm going to probably heart that message, which is another of one of my shorthands that says, uh, Fuck you. <laughs> um, well, it doesn't for me. That doesn't I, mean that. that I'm sorry. That means like close but no cigar. Good. That's true. Um, yes. Um, fuck you would be a thumbs down. Um, or, or thumbs up. Or a smiley face with uh, a crying. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's true. Yeah. If you come for us at, on Facebook, that's wonderful. I'm telling you. We're not going to record of those names. Of it. None of those names are going to be considered. And mainly, y'all, not because we're trying to be bitches and not because we sound like we're too fancy. 
we get so many fucking messages. It has to be in one place. There's no way for us to keep track of all that. So that's why it I has really want to be entered in the contest to potentially win a trip to come see our first live show that we fly you to and, and give you two VIP give tickets. You two VIP tickets. You've got to submit through the Google Doc. It's that simple. Please don't and look. Please don't fuck this up again. You know, I really can't be mad at you about technology because y'all have listened to our show. You've We're seen not the our, best. You've seen our YouTube lives. Things have... Y'all remember the Crowdcast of Fiasco oh, last year. That we're, we're still getting... We're still, so-and-so joined your Crowdcast. I'm like, the Crowdcast is never happening again. Y'all, I will say, if you if uh, if you keep signing up for that, we don't know how to tell them that... that we, uh, we can't cancel it. That it, uh, Deborah's mom, number yeah. three, has just joined our Crowdcast. <laughs> a Crowdcast is like a tattoo. That shit is hard to remove. I think in ten years we'll still be getting emails like, from Crowdcast. It's like herpes, y'all. It's stuck with us, and I think we're just going to have it forever. I, it'll be like four in the morning, and I'm trying to go back to bed. <laughs> and everything will be quiet in the world. And my phone will go, Broop, and it'll say, Carl Swipe 11. <laughs> Just signed up for Crowdcast. <laughs> and I'll go, oh, God, that was a thing we did way back in 2012. It'll say, well, it just signed up for, quote, Crowdcast fucked us over. Because Crowdcast that's when it stopped fucked us in our assholes. And we had to start a new one. <laughs> that was such a fiasco. <laughs> such a fiasco. So Carl's wives out there that don't understand going to a Google Doc in our show notes, we get you, we see you, we've been you, we are you. But I'm just trying to make, I just don't want people to be upset that we didn't, um, that we didn't, uh, you know, get their name right or you whatever. Can, so. You can refer them to me. You can yeah. refer everyone in the complaint department to me. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. And I'll blame blame it on you. It's true. Any other announcements this week? We've got Plathville coming up. Plathville on Tuesday. Go, um. We've got um, our gay cray we dropped last week, our crossover yep. between mm-hmm. Night at Cray Cray and us. Uh-huh. Um, I think. I think that's about it. We're on what a, a, a slow sweet week. Sweet tea. Sweet. Oh, sweet tea. It that's is r- not a slow week, you asshole. We're working our asses <laughs> off over we're here. We're trying to get everything done before I have to go back to Oklahoma. God bless Poodle. So anyway, y'all. Um, they, they, Yeah, it's been. But we're not done yet because the other way it's going to keep. On chugging. It is like that dick that won't go down. It's true. You know what? You, whenever whenever they're finished railing you and it's still hard, you're kind of like, you're still getting ideas. You're like, I could still jump on that one more time. It's, it's, you, <laughs> yeah, you can't. I'm just dickmatized. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to ride it until it wilts. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or Till the casket drops. Till the casket drops. <laughs> Or your ass just chews it off. Like Cookie Monster eating cookies. <laughs> D is for fuck me. That's good Stop. enough for me. We're I can't ruin that it. song. I can't. Anyway, y'all, let's jump into let's the show. Jump in. I'm happy to be here with you. It's going to be a good time. I, I'm feeling okay because we're finishing this season. Um, yes, this episode was a fucking nail biter, and it was a I, good episode. It's better than in the past. I will it's, say. Uh, do you think? It, I feel like it was a better episode because we're finally we're not delaying the inevitable of truth for a lot of these couples. It's like we're right. getting we're to getting this. truth. 
Yes. Like Jenny and Samit got truth. <laughs> Finally, Brittany and Yazan got truth. And Ariel's getting there. Um... I think she had a good episode. I I I sympathized with her. This is her best episode I, she's had in weeks. I don't love her, but it really made me feel for her. Um, yeah. I mean, it. Oh God, if she, ugh, if she didn't have to explain every time, just remember how hard this is for me. She that is it's quite annoying. Really, really upsetting. But. I think she does that because Benium never acknowledges how hard it is for her. That's true, but if she preemptively says it. Yeah, they're both, I'm honestly, I'm not a fan of either of them. I know, it's just really easy to say I'm not a fan of either. But I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I mean like, I'm, I, I'm specifically coming for that for her. No, I, I don't mean easy, meaning that. I really was like kind of team bidding him on them, and like he was really being taken advantage of I at wasn't first. Team him and now at all. I'm, and now I'm like, um, I think you both are gross. <clears throat> I think um, you're both gross. I think, I think he is, in a lot of ways, a super traditional Ethiopian male with very few communication skills. Who just plays the ass drums? Yeah, I think he's. Completely um, not interesting. Greed. Um, as we had an Ethiopian, Agreed, I an mean. Ethiopian sissy said, Binyam is completely unremarkable. A lot of Ethiopian men are hotter than he is and have more to bring to the table. And as you said, he's a fuckboy. He's a fuckboy. He's a, he's a glorified fuckboy. How much can we expect out of him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you for turning me up. I've always, I always want to have the best product. No, but it, it wants. I want to celebrate that because I've been screaming before we started that I would need to be louder. But that's okay. No, we. You could have done it. It's fine. <sighs> You're really not a people person. I am. <laughs> people love me. I just hate all people. <laughs> Boy, Let's be clear. Who loves them is y'all. This bitch has so many fucking Civil War wigs around his apartment. <laughs> Because y'all are coming at him oh with my your cameos. I think I've done five. I, I did four. I've done four in the last two days. Yeah, it's been a lot. I've been uh, interchanging between three different wigs. Y'all, if you nothing says nothing says the holidays like a cameo, like a Civil War from letter. Poodle Boudreaux Remington, <laughs> maybe reading a letter from your family history where she wrote somebody in your family, and also reading you. Um, anyway. So let's let's should we dig into Jenny and Submit? Sure, sure. Um, sure. So Jenny is weeping, and you, no one loves to see a chicken cry. No, and uh, she's talking to the brother and sister. the brother and sister in law. Yes, and uh, uh, Jenny's like, well, we don't have to tell them. We don't have to tell your parents. We don't have to tell your parents anything. And and Submit's brother is like, yeah, we kind of do. Kinda it's going to come out in the wash. It is. Um, but uh, Submit is going to call them and talk to them. Well, they have to tell them because apparently Jenny didn't know this. She brought up the ring ceremony and invited the brother and the sister. And I feel like this was really disingenuous of Submit not to explain everything. everything he that- almost wanted Jenny just to shut her mouth. 
He, he did and we know that, that's not going to work. Gonna, yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. The chicken's going to squawk. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't mad at her, but at the same time, he was like, well, so, so Jimmy didn't know that if she said that, that they, his brother is just going to tell his parents. And I, But ideally, Samit's plan is that he's going to talk to his parents and prepare him Prepare them for this, but yes, but, but now this is we're de- not going to work. And now we're the delaying the ring ceremony again, again because and Jay's like, I guess, yeah. She's then she turns into kind of like, yeah, I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> then she's like wisecracking. Yep. It's like sarcastic, Jenny. It is. Oh, I've seen this. Saw this movie before. Saw it on the plane. Wasn't yeah. really interested. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember Jimmy when he did this before when he was married? Yeah, read this book once. <laughs> Not really into it. Married in this hen house. <laughs> Two out of five stars. <laughs> Two out of five beaks. That's it. That's it. Um, three. Three and a quarter stars. <laughs> <laughs> Hot property. I'm Ed McMahon. <laughs> No one knows who that is. I know, but one, unless you're like over forty five. One sissy though, came for the just said in all caps L O L O L O L three and a quarter stars. Three and a quarter stars. What a strange ranking. What a strange ranking. Why not just make it twenty stars? I don't know. And you don't have to divide fractions. I know. Three and a quarter stars. Then like uh uh dubious minds. <laughs> Three and six fifths. <laughs> Made no sense. Three and a half stars. People couldn't do fractions. They could, but like still, in their heads. Star Search was part of my sexual awakening. It was. Remember when they had spokes models? That's why. <laughs> I mean, it was part of both. What? Seeing the men sing was part of my sexual awakening because one of them that one big was I it was really famous now they made a documentary he did like a one man show I don't remember him he's from Oklahoma actually uh, blonde hair guy um, he was like the first kind of big famous oh, he's the one that sings remembering? he's the one that sings Somewhere Over the Rainbow and it's why so am I not gay remembering when you it? watch it oh Sam um, Sam Harris Sam Harris yeah yes. and so who still can sing really well and then um, Big Queen married Mom. with four children to a woman no, no, he's no, out. Yeah, I'm, oh yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know who dated him in college? Who? Kelly Lester. That explains a lot, <laughs> y'all. She's a queer dear. Yeah, it's wow. a client of mine. Wow, and it's very talented uh, actor, <laughs> and Kelly Lester. And so anyway, um, there was that. But I do remember this. Part. She gave me his autobiography. Oh, I remember the spokesmodel. Was there was this guy like it was that song gonna get myself connected? I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go, go blind. blind. And I remember, I don't remember. I just remember feeling renewed that, and like feeling my. It was one of the first times watching that and feeling myself get a boner <gasps> at like age eleven and just kind of. And going, you shoved it back down. No, 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 no. Like you shoved your feelings down and you pushed your I boner pushed down. I pushed my boner down, my little baby boner. I said, no. He was like, hey. Get back here one inch. I want to see the world. <laughs> um, no, baby boner. Please. Baby boner. <laughs> baby boner, stay down there. I baby can't boner. breathe in here. <laughs> baby boner, that's quite enough. <laughs> that's quite enough, baby boner. <laughs> um, Excuse me. 
I just burped up pizza. You did burp up pizza. Y'all, we had pizza because we had a long We've day We've eaten like garbage. We I'm have an actual <laughs> trash compactor. We did have burger yesterday. We did have a lot of fun today, y'all. If you're on our gay tour on here at the 15th Art Tier, y'all came at us and we did our YouTube live today. We talked about Thanksgiving recipes. And we did watch-alongs this morning. God, that's in one day. We did stuff. Yeah, I know. We, we're trying. We're trying. Um. Anyway, so- y'all. Uh, where where were we? But I want to say, what do you think was the talent? What do you think kind of what kind of talent attributes did you need to be a spokesmodel? Just be pretty. Exactly. It was, it was called spokes. They call them spokesmodel back then because, like, Cindy Crawford would be a spokesmodel for Pepsi. Oh, those kind of things happen more. That doesn't really happen like now. Pretty people who could actually talk on camera. Yeah, are spokesmodels. Kind of, and now it's just fucking Instagram ads. So people are still spokesmodel, but they're just they call them brand ambassadors. Oh, a brand ambassador. Yeah, is a exactly. That's it. Yeah, but back then, spokesmodels were also people that were models. Could we be brand we're, ambassadors? We're brand ambassadors. Um, you could. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying I'm happy to. But I'm SAG, and you're going to have to pay me a lot more than you because I, I, well, I can't do it for an under a SAG rate. Well, and you know what? You shouldn't either. I want you to get residuals and get your fair pay. I'm going to have to get uh, union. My rate, my rate will definitely be higher than yours. That's all I have to say. <laughs> just no, just on principle. Y'all, you forget I work in a legal office and I've been part of you. So he'll get some contract and they'll say, they paid me $10,000. And then It'll- 40 years from now, they're still <laughs> using a picture of his ass <laughs> because he signed a contract that said in perpetuity. And just me going, <laughs> perpetuity. It's like that. It's like that uh, Christmas commercial with the Hershey's Kisses. It every, They and that's run union. that they thing. They get money every year. Really? They the, run that thing for 25 years. The guy that goes yeah. at the end gets a residual check every year. Wow. Good for him. Good for that. Or like those Folgers commercials. Yeah. Please, I would love let's not to talk get a inside ad. baseball. This is gross and makes you me brought it up. claw my skin off. You brought it up. Let's talk about chickens. Um, so anyway, y'all, um, the brother's like, well, this is going to be a shock to them. And the sister-in-law says, you've got to tell them. It's going to make it sour. So that, that's what they're doing. So uh, now Jenny is cooking food. She's cooking. She's making, um, let's see. I don't know. Kier. Uh, for mom, which is like, looks like some type of porridge. Got a um, feeling she's not going to eat it. Yeah. Don't even think she's going to smell it. Uh, so the parents are coming, and uh, and in a, in a confessional, they're, they're, they say very simply, we don't like her. <laughs> yes. She's so, like, I do not like Jenny. Uh, Samit invites his parents. No, he, I may he, not. He, I do not like Jenny. She is not hot. Exactly. I do not like her. I do not like her with a fox. Fox. I do not like her on a box. On a box. I do not like her with some peas. I do not like her. Someone kill her, please. (laughs) Y'all, that's a famous author named Dr. Moose. Famous, uh, yeah, don't come us with the rights issues. He wrote uh, children's stories that come for you. And you know what else comes for you, Poodle? What else? The Poodle Home Collection. Oh, yes. Dropping. Word art that comes for you. Word art that comes. That is Black Friday. Dropping this Friday. Yes. It puts 
fear into me well, because I know how much I know how much I have to do before you've got to really get this done. Can you? You've not... got so much to do, <laughs> like a lot of proofing. I'm gonna scream. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fucking strangle you. Anyway, y'all, be sure to check out Poodle Home Collection, 90daygays.com. I will say, I think it's already started on our merch store, by the way. I believe things are already on sale. They're doing all these yeah, different sales. Yeah, it's going to be on sale. I believe it's next week, too. Right? I think yep. it is. I thought I had it um, in the notes, but I don't think I see it anymore. No, sorry, y'all. I tried, I'm having it a, already went away. I'm having a call with him tomorrow. I'm going to sneeze. Bless me. Good. All right. So, y'all, be sure to check out. It's like 15, I think sometimes even 20 or 30%. So, um, be sure to go to 90daygays.com. Now's the time to get your holiday merch. Nothing, nothing is a gift like a dick pig onesie. (laughs) Again, we don't make money from this, but sure. Or a a pillow that says, grateful for my meds. Nothing. Yeah. That's perfect. This year, 2020, (laughs) we all are grateful for our meds. Or grateful for wine. For wine. Yeah. Anyway, y'all, so the parents come over and they really, this was, this hashtag, not Southern, because Southern people would have talked friendly to each other for at least at 20 least or 30 20 minutes. 30 minutes. Would have talked about people they knew people and what's knew. going on. Mm-hmm. How, how, how is your brother? Oh, he is fine. You know, he's good. He lost that finger in that shooting, yeah. in that hunting accident, but the doctor just put it right on and put it on backwards. So, but I think he's going to be okay. And how's your aunt's face transplant? Did that turn out well? Well, you know, we just tell her not to look in the mirror and yeah. just we're praying for her. Yeah. You know, we're hoping. Pra- power prayer. We can't tell her or her bubba husband uh, apart now. It's what it is. But they, y'all, it's His not wheel. Southern. They jump right in. They jump right into it. Right. Um, and they're basically just like, well, the mom says, well, we're here to take you and ca- take you we're home. We're here to take you home. Come with us. Come with us. And he says, I won't, to me. He says, I won't live with you. And y'all, Submit has a spine for the first time First time ever. 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 And, and he's like, I won't live. I will not go home now. Yep. And he says, I'm happy now. Um, I have uh, I have plans with this woman, Jenny. Yes. Jenny is, uh, please let me be happy, be happy with and her. And he says, the lawyer told me I can just go marry her. I don't need your permission or anything. Yep. And she says, which what is, are you talking about? Which is not a bad strategy, but mom is very upset. And he said, you know, won't you just let me be happy? And mom says, without equivocation. No, not at all. Not at because he says, but the law says I can just get married, and she said, um, "That law is no not more important than a mother's than a law. mother's law." And which I can hear my mother saying. I thought I hope my mom never watches this because she'll say that to she'll me. She'll say, "Mother's law is the most important baby doll." Uh, that is what she'll say. Then they say he's like, "Well, I'm going to marry your mama her." Mama calls you baby doll too. No, I was just saying because oh, I know your mama, mother. Oh yeah, yeah, she does call me baby. My mama. mother calls me Jaybird. Jay Bird, yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's your mama call your brother? I don't think she has a nickname for him. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. You know, I don't think she. You know, I don't think my mother has a nickname for my brother, actually. I don't think she does. She just calls my brother his Brian. Oldest son. 
oldest one that's not the gay one yeah the one the one that did their job and gave me grandchildren <laughs> not me um my mother says oh you know lucas and his ideas that's what i hear um so uh they're basically telling him that um it, it, we will be dead when you marry her yes, the day over, you marry her over, over our, our dead, dead bodies, bodies. Yeah. And then Samit says, Dad's, even Dad cried, and I get where Dad's coming from. He said, you've got to leave this illusion. He said, face the reality of where you live, the culture you live, the country you live. And Samit says, you are just concerned with your happiness. Fresh Winnie, don't say that Indian people are slow. I didn't say that. <laughs> and I didn't say that before. It was, I didn't say that before. <laughs> That's not the way I, anyway. Um, it's fine. I named it. Uh, I named um, a, a character of. It, it, what's his name? It's really. It's really interesting here, though. He. He. They are. They are using the idea of uh, pervasiveness of culture to their uh, end. They're yeah. saying how will we. How will we look? How will we? How will we interact in society? Because that's just as important for us in the world that we live in. It's just as important. Um, of you being in love than how how we are looked at uh, in your life and yes. in who the circles we and move Samit in. And Samit sees that as them being selfish. Right. I don't know if I see that as them being selfish because I am feel like I am looking at all the roles of everybody in this culture a little bit more. Samit probably, we can take a wild guess and say, Samit probably is selfish himself. So yeah. therefore, he sees them as being selfish because they're not trying to understand his view at all. Whereas these parents, I don't think they're just thinking of them. I think they are thinking of not of themselves of how they're going to look, but also Samit's place in the culture, yeah, and how he will be treated for the rest of his life as long as he lives in this culture. I mean, I think there's two ways this can. There's two ways you can go as an Indian male child. Um, you can work to what with what your parents say is okay, and uh, kind of function in within the framework uh-huh. that the culture gives you, and what what they say goes, mm-hmm. and how they are they function in culture. Mm-hmm. And if you try to push against it, it's just an automatic no. You know the 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 borders are absolute, mm-hmm. and so submit is an uncharted territory here. Even though there's such things as love marriages, you can get by with love marriage if you have kids. Mm -hmm. If you're going to have kids, because the parents later say later later on say parents get uh, people get married to raise a family. Yes, that is part of what we're going to do. And I don't know how uh, reactionary Smith's parents are in this, but. That's what they're saying, and that's what they're saying their culture is. Mm-hmm. Um, their version of Indian culture is to do this. And he's, Samit basically says, no, this is what I want. Are you going to care about my happiness? And I feel like as Americans, that is compl- that's something we would go, oh, well, the parents should consider his happiness. But I don't think in Indian. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. trying to think of this not as an American, yeah. but looking at this in the in in this. In, it's a more integrated culture. Yeah. yeah, and in this context, that's not as important. Yes. So yeah, I I, I can don't see both sides. And sad because of that, 
I don't think there's anywhere to compromise. I, I've said this from last season. They need to go somewhere else. They need to go somewhere else. Like, do you think Summit will ever do that? He seems he's so too much of a mama's boy. He seems so on the teat of yeah. the parents that I don't think he would ever. Uh, to quote our some of our Indian sissies, Desi boys are mama's boys. Oh, they're called Which Desi what boys. He is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's um, yeah. If you there's, I let me just book in this for you. There's no happy ending to be had here. There's no submit and Jenny riding off on a seahorse no. with his parents hugging Jenny. There is here's the two opportunities. Uh, we ship Jenny back in a gilded cage to the U.S. Submit never talks to her again. Mm-hmm. That's number one, where he's happy and gets married to someone uh, they arrange for him. Uh, or he leaves with Jenny and goes somewhere else. Which, again, maybe there's nothing, there's nowhere else there's to nowhere win. Else. And I kind of feel like that's the option for you, Submit, because you're telling us you were dying, you were suicidal. Yeah. You've just like... It's almost, but I, I think and submit, and submit is a contradiction here because he's trying to reconcile the two parts of him because he's seen so many American movies that he wants to fall in love yeah. with uh, this chicken who he loves. Yes. You know, um, and I'm glad that he's in love with her, but it's like, it's like his own bend it like poultry. I don't think those are comparable, <laughs> but um, that's about a movie about soccer. Uh huh. But also does have cultural stuff. It does. Um. So, in a way, oh it gets God. shocker. If you haven't seen this, if you haven't been watching, it gets really heated because this season's been. We were talking about this just with Craig Ray. This season has been fucking dark. And if you didn't watch the season, you normally just listen to us, and you stopped. I have to say. Go back and watch this episode. This was a riveting, like Poodle said, a riveting episode. Because then at one point, like, Submit just, like, throws stuff off the table. And, and like, moves the table. Almost and, like, bows down to his mother, and, begging, and, begging. Begging her. He's like, please. Yeah. Please. Like, I am begging you. I was, on, I'm yep. like, I wanted to die. If you cared for me, you wouldn't. He's screaming. Yeah. Dad's screaming. They're crying. And Jenny's like, Rock, I'm not putting this family through this. And, and she walks out she of the says, room. Um, and then she says, I I can't do this to this family. Which, that's another point of view as well, of which is something Brittany and Yazan are going to have to deal with. Yeah. Well, I didn't even mean that to be a segue, but that was a good segue. That's a good segue. I think we're done with them, right? Um, yes. And uh, what well, we can do. Uh, let's do. We still have a lot more people to talk about. I know. Let's do Brittany and Yazan, and then okay. we'll take a break. Um, oh, this was a come to Jesus uh, episode for them, you guys. Finally, finally, we can be on the same page by, thank God, getting a translator. Where was the translator Where? that Paul and Karini had? Where? Where was Devin and Jihoon's translator? The, even the little pocket thing. Where? Where because, was that? Because it made me think, was all of this due because it was just lost in translation? Mm-hmm. Was that this whole Bill problem Mur- with Bill them? Murray, Scarlett Johansson. It's 
Brittany actually a sensible, understanding person when she knows what's happening? No. <laughs> oh, I didn't think so either. Just going to say that. I'm going to clarify that. Yeah. Um, this was also the smartest thing Yazan did this entire season. Now, I believe he probably didn't want to translate her because he's got his own pride. Probably. And, uh, but, so... They, they meet the translator. Brittany she's on, and, and Angela. Angela literally Angela. is a, Angela. She's a bump on a log in this episode. She doesn't yeah. really. But anyway, they meet with this translator named Adam. And basically we find out that she actually tells him she doesn't want him to lose the relationship with his family. She knows they're important to him. Right. And Yazan, he still doesn't even really. He's telling her that I need to get married quickly. And she said, I need more time to think. Um, he says to her. Before I go to my parents and tell them I want to marry you, and it's okay if and we I don't want you to convert. Um, I need to know that you're in this. Yes, and because they might disown me. And he, she does not still give. She's like, I've got to think about this, and she does not give him a yeah. clear answer. And I, which doesn't, and I still don't think she thinks it's as serious. She's like, not I, yet. I like it that he's being honest with me. It's not that he's being honest, honest with you. It's just things are finally getting translated in the right way. Yes, yeah, that yes. you actually well, both understand. I do kind of. A, I think he is trying to sugarcoat it a little bit, and that he does not tell her. That his life is potentially in danger. I agree, and because I, I don't think he can. I think I think that is too shameful for him. Yes, I think so yeah. too. And I think shameful, and also he knows that that will upset her, and he doesn't yeah. want to. And we'll see later with his brother. I think this. Uh, I think this family might have a problem with women crying. Because I'll tell you now, we've already seen a bit of Yazan's mother. That bitch don't cry. No, no, she just um, yells. And I want to point out something that uh, she basically says, I didn't understand anything about his his point of view before. And I'm like, because you did not understand, they did not have a common language when, you did which not they could share things. I also wondered, though, was she listening? That is true. And was he, at the same time, was he taking her responses as Okay, we can just like keep the waters still yeah. for another week. We yeah. can we can keep uh we can keep people having our arguments for another week. Yes, yes. Um. So she Brittany does say this whole thing could be a tactic for getting me to marry Ugh. him quicker, and I'm like, oh, honey, you're gonna eat that sentence at the end of this yep. episode, and she does. So we get a the little bit of day, her. Angela's leaving, and even. She's saying, I understand his family. I understand his sketchy and dodgy behavior. And even Angela's like, bitch, this is a lot that he's doing. Yeah. This is a lot that he's going through. And she's like, I know. So this is the next day, yes, that she is going to go meet with his brother. I want to say that the translator is the VIP of their storyline. But bless this guy's heart on the second half. He is so, even the way he translates is so empathetic. Yeah. And so with feeling. And he understands the nuances of language and is trying to... come at us. We'll interview you. And is trying to communicate the nuances. In a way, he's trying to... He's not just trying to convey the words. He's trying to convey emotions. Yes. To them. And God, 
it's just it's amazing to watch a translator who's really good at his job because we've had some that weren't. Remember remember the poor translator, the hot guy that Karini had? <laughs> oh, that who, guy. Who tried to kind of sugarcoat things. <laughs> you know who would be a great translator? You. Oh, yeah. Although maybe not because she would say, like she would say, could you just tell him I need more time to think? I'm not sure. And then I would, you would say, say, she's not into you. She's not into you. Uh, <laughs> let's arrange a double date between me and your brother. You know what? In fact... You would be a horrible translator. I rescind <laughs> my first statement. I would. That would be a. That would be. That would be a, a, a Sean Cody Brothers edition. Oh God, Middle Eastern edition. No, 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 no. Anyway, y'all. So now that she's going to like this pretty family affair. Oh God! And she's meeting his brother Obadiah. Is that how you say Obida? Obida. That's a book in the Bible. I'm still shocked. You know, Obadiah is a book in the Bible. Yeah, Obida. Wasn't it like Obadiah and like Abednego? Abednego. Abednego. That's Meshach, something, and Abednego. Anyway, how do you? It's almost like. Snatches. It's like just, <laughs> just detritus, you biblical guys, detritus if you're that you barely in know. Catholicism and the Bible. One of our sissies had oh, Fiona. A, Fiona had such a Sissy good Fiona. like know it all. I learned things. It was and great. It was basically to keep people dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To keep to not let them know they they knew the Bible. Yeah, it was a lot yeah. about reading and culture and not reading. <laughs> yeah. So because she brought up. Catholics wrote the New Testament. You a lot are really of wrote course a lot they of, did. Yeah, a lot of people forget that. Um, they're well. I mean, the apostles. Well, every it. every every person from the early church was a Catholic. Yeah, and the true. Catholic Church will claim that, and they should. Well, I'm not one anymore, so there you go. But I know all the songs. So anyway, y'all, Angela or not Angela? Um, Angela. Angela. Yeah, well, Angela's left, and so it's the next day, and so I didn't write down a lot because I was just watching this. And forgot to really take notes, but I remember She's it meeting with Obida. Um, and basically, he does something. Y'all, this is so smart. When you're meeting someone. Oh, the hottest and brother. You, oof, so hot. And you don't, and he's sitting there smoking. And, oof. and you I don't, never thought you heard you say smoking was hot. It's not normally. Sometimes it is with European guys. Oh, God. If you knew how many guys I'd picked up smoking. I do. <laughs> I did. I knew you when you smoked. Ooh. Do you know, y'all? Do you know how the many times sexiest moments? Do you know how many times so oral? Poodle was going out to get a cigarette, and then I had to get a cab home <laughs> or a ride from my friend Roddy. It's fair. It's fair. I just go home with them. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as it would happen. Yeah, a lot, especially if it was in front of like Fubar. I knew mm. once he went to get a cigarette, I wouldn't see him again. You know, I I'll be honest. That happened a lot. A lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I, so you're halfway to their house. To be it's honest, true. yeah, your <laughs> pants are already halfway down. <laughs> You've already got something in your mouth. They've already put their finger in your butt. Yeah, they've already given you a light, which is kind of like uh, you, the, giving you the green light. Yeah, exactly. So whenever he says something that I think is so great, you guys, if you're ever in a confrontational or a, a, a conversation that can be could be confrontational, he just says, "Go ahead." I'm listening. Mm-hmm. It's and a great it, way to you start. You don't know what to say. Just tell someone, hey, I'm listening. So she starts and kind of basically says, 
I don't want him to leave his family. I don't want his family to be upset for him. I don't want him to be torn apart from his family. It kind of puts it all out there, but I really love him. And he's like, basically says, look. Yeah. He goes, hmm. <laughs> yeah. He basically tells her, this is. He says, I'm scared from him. Yes. And this is way serious than you think. It's not a, for him to do this. He will be leaving the family. Right. He and will be. The, my parents think he's becoming a lot more like you because you are a foreigner. And because my parents think that is a bad thing. And he's really trying to explain it to her a little at a time a in a way that Yazan has never, never. done. And he, never, um, never. And yeah. he finally tells her, he said, his life could be in danger for yeah. doing this. And she loses, loses it. Uh, there, she's like, the, the translator says, there are people who hate him who might kill him. And he is affecting the entire family. She loses it. He's like, please don't cry. Please don't cry. Then, even though it's pretty much haram, you know, like forbidden for him to do this, he goes over and tries to comfort her because he cannot handle her crying. Yeah. And... But he still it, doesn't lie to her. super compelling. No. no. But he does say like... Whatever Yazan does, I'd I beg will... for it from Bodvido, by the way. I beg know. for he says, it. I'll stand by him. He, oh, God. This says, was... I'll stand by him up. no matter what he decides. And don't she worry. Said, Thank you. I'll, I will stand by him, even though if our parents but don't. But he does say, Look, I will stand by him, but I will not necessarily be there. So if you do this, you will become the father, mother, the mother, father. sister. Fathers and mothers and sisters and brothers. What is that from? A song. <laughs> the child is father to the man. I don't know what that is. It's a quote. Never mind. Some weird poetry shit. <sighs> Good Lord. Anyway. It's anyway. It's all lost on you. So um, she is really, this is not what she wanted, clearly. No. Um, and she even says, would it be easier if I converted? And she's like, he's like, No. no. Because Islam, Islam is a conviction, and it's you. We would think that you were converting, not just of to, your own free will. Yes, just to appease. Yeah, them. and um, uh, and he said, "Let's leave it to destiny. I will be there for you. I will cover for you as much as I can. And you must be honest. You must be honest with him. And uh, I love I I love him enough to." to try to protect him. And I wrote down, this is going to freak her the fuck out. And she, like everything commitment-wise, she's not going to be able to handle it. I don't think Which she'll handle I don't it think I, I don't know if I would be able to either, to be honest. And then big uh, little brother looks at the camera and says, why is she crying so much? <laughs> Guess not. Um, That's there. That's that. Yeah, I think she's, she's going to run, but this, maybe not. This has been the most substantial... Thing that happens in the storyline the entire 21 episodes you guys yes um we should take a bit of a break we are but but and so y'all when we come back yes we're gonna be talking about baptisms mama janice laying it down <laughs> our <laughs> most controversial character ari and bm oh. all right we'll be right back poodle i gotta tell you i think i just made one of the best investments for myself Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. Oh, I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, 
Now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right, and you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy I have a question for you. How often did you fall? Nine a child? inches. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm not nine inches. That's all I've got to say. Gross. I'm pretty good, Gross. but I'm not nine inches. Gosh. <laughs> this, we're not talking about that no, on the podcast. No one's ever upset. No. Let's just say that. I don't, I don't think don't anyone's disappoint. ever looking at the front. No offense. <laughs> Turn that it over, hurt. bro. I don't care about that. That hurts. Let me see that peach. <laughs> Turn over. <laughs> exactly. Um, how often did you fall as a child? Often. Often. Did you destroy just things in your mother? Y'all, Poodle almost knocked over everything before we started our <laughs> show. Did you just destroy everything in your mother's house? Um, like if I, I asked, don't know. If I asked Mother Poodle, how often did Jake break things that you had? What All would be her response? Oh, All the time. Uh, All Mother the time. Poodle, what was never, one of the most- never give him never give him something to hold on to. <laughs> Would you remember something of sentimental value that he broke that was yours? They broke my hummingbird feeder. <laughs> uh, they broke my or they broke my hummingbird music box, and I lied and told my mother I didn't break it, and I said it must have been the house cleaner. 
and I basically tried to blame it on our house on our house cleaner. Did she fire the house cleaner? No. But Did she know it was you? My mother said, okay. And then about a couple of years later, she's like, I knew it was you. I was just waiting until you admitted it to me. <laughs> she's like, then your brother told me you did it. <laughs> I'm like, that piece of shit. She's like, it's fine. I knew. I'm your mother. I always know. I know when you're lying to me. I'm your mother. Y'all, the words, praise. Of course it was. I knew. I'm your mother. Just still gives me goosebumps. <laughs> you know, you say it and I get kind of scared too. I know. I know. My mother would say, of course it was. I'm your mother. If you're an adult and you're not still scared of your mother, they did it wrong. They did it wrong. <laughs> Hopefully you're not scared of violence from your mother. No. But no. I'm still a little scared of what my mother could do to me. Or you're not scared of your mother like um, Brittany from Life After Lockup. Because <laughs> her mother... I think burned down a house or her own home. That's what's going to happen this season. Yeah, and Life After Lock, the one who had the 30th birthday party. Oh, yeah. The pig person. Y'all, if you're not listening to Lalu before on our Gatreon, this is a great you time. You are to... so good at segueing from other things that oh. we uh, do. Oh, well, I don't compliment you. you on that enough. Well, thank you. I just brought it to Gatreon. For people who say I never give him compliments... <laughs> Enjoy that one. Enjoy that's that one. That's your 2020. That's not 2020. <laughs> <laughs> he saved it till almost the end, everybody. <laughs> I rationed them. But like I will, World War One. This is a good time to jump into our Gatreon at that. I will that agree. That is at the $8 tier, so it's not at the 5 But it's, um, th- this show is, we are really, I mean, I really like watching this show. The sections, especially with. The Scott and Lindsay sections were chilling this week. Absolutely chilling. And we thought it was Um, just Lindsay, but it's Scott, too, y'all. With his lip. We've named the lip, y'all. I think it's going to be like, and now that Tara Bell's coming there, her lesbian lover. Tara Bell. Y'all, this is going to be some like, as I've said before, some Rebecca DeMornay slash single white female, I'm taking your life shit. It's going to be some Dorothy Allison lesbian slash... Uh, living in a small town in the south. Yeah. Shit. Is she Dorothy Allison was that monster? Uh, no. It. Uh, she was. Um. Oh fuck. God damn it. She wrote Cave Dweller. The, Who was the woman the from Monster? That's what was her name. Eileen Warnos. Yes. Yeah. I almost. Yo, said, that's a movie. I almost want. said Charlene Tilton, but I knew that wasn't correct. Nope. That wasn't. <laughs> that wasn't. That wasn't. <laughs> We talk about something happier. Bastard out of Carolina. That was Dorothy Allison. Bastard out of Carolina. Let's talk about. Well, I don't want to call her a bastard, but let's talk about somebody out of. No, Utah. she went a bastard in the word. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, un, uh, unparented child. Yes. It's a great book. Bastard out of Carolina. Dorothy Allison, Southern lesbian. Dorothy, that's what her business card says. <laughs> Dorothy <laughs> Allison, colon, Southern lesbian. <laughs> 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 Didn't you watch, you told me you had a friend who their business card said, like, Paul Smith, professional homosexual? Yes. I That's knew so someone good. Who, was a, who was a designer. Yeah. That is hilarious. Fantastic. Anyway. Y'all, let's talk about Devin and Jihoon. Oh, really? I was on Ari and Binyam. Am I? Oh, did I you skip? You 
are correct. Okay. I am wrong. Let's, let's go. I just tried to skip her. Let's go. Let's go deeper into oh, trauma. The cesspool <sighs> of this show. Um, I will say this is starting to grind to a halt. This story. It is. Um, and I think we're going to. There are going to be one of two ways this is going to uh, go about. Um, she's going to flee Ethiopia with her child in the night. As her his previous uh, wife did, or previous baby mama, I get they were married um, because they they did a terrible wedding dance that that is still uh, uh, he was shirtless on on YouTube. Um, and one of our sissies said she's dancing and she shouldn't dance because her feet were terrible. And he's dancing, and again, y'all. He's not a good dancer. No, don't dance at your own. Don't don't do some type of performative dance at your own wedding. You oh, can have your, I don't. You can have your first dance, but don't do a performative dance routine. Oh, I think it's cute when people like learn little dance routines to do at the reception. That's not what this was. No, this was kind of like a. This was intense. This was like a, a, a very like dramatic. Yeah, right. But y'all, if you learn to dance and like you're. You learn a choreographed dance at your wedding, and it's fun, that's and you're cute. getting people. Oh, I like cute. that. I think eh. I just think it's a lot of lot of pressure to put on yourself. You know what I like about it though? It gives some meaning to the event. Like you prepared it, right? You went and you went to a you went to Re, Rebecca's tapping, yeah, tapping fall. I, you learned to dance tapping fall. You you put in a but there's so many people that just get married and have shitty boring yeah, I receptions. I don't even have a problem when people sing at their own receptions. I just don't want you singing at don't the ceremony. Sing at wedding. You got enough to do. If you want to record it and play yourself, I don't love it, but I can take it's that. It's like that bride who sang Look at Me going down the aisle. And I could have uh Shot her in the face. My cousin Lolo sang at her own wedding. It's now she's just... married to her own cousin, and she's like the Plathfields, which we talk about <laughs> the on Plath. our show. They're the not... Plath. The Plath. <laughs> What's your name, Micah Plathville? Um. Anyway, y'all, let's talk about Ari. So, I, there's two ways it can go. Yeah. Uh, or she stays in Ethiopia to prove a point. To prove a point to her parents, which we kind of saw a little bit of that coming out yeah. in her. And let me tell you. That's the only reason she's staying in Ethiopia. That is the only reason. <laughs> now, she might do it just for spite. I think, I guess here's the thing. Not just spite, but do we think, because I don't think Ari's, I think she's a selfish person. I don't think she's a bad person. I, so, I don't, I don't so think do I've we, ever even gone that far. But, I, I mean, I think she has a good heart. I think, I think I think she's just. I think the privilege that we know she has supersedes everything. I think so too. And that's but the that, problem I think we, we have. Saw with that her. a lot first, but if we're talking about now sitting with her for a little bit, <clears throat> I guess it really boils down to this too. Do you think she truly loves Bidium? Let me get even more philosophical. Then, um, I would ask: Does she know what love is? Sorry. <laughs> we had to get it out. 
I did have to get that out. It did. It's a great song. I think I I I understand the importance of that question. Yeah. And at the same time, I don't know if it does fully matter to her right now because in her mind she does I, agree. I think she does what, love what, him what whatever matters that is for her. Yeah. So I gotcha. to me I'm like I gotcha. but is she if she really does love him is that really why she's staying there? Or so if she is okay, I'll follow that to a next conclusion. Is her love for Binyam stronger than the love and need for her son to have a uh, a beautiful life? I think that is the question, and I think that is what we're trying. What you said, what we're trying to peel, we're kind of right. peeling back. And her mother, or what she thinks is a beautiful. If you life. notice. When Janice was talking to Ari, she talked a lot about like emotional the support mom. She was talking about the welfare of the baby. Totally. A lot. Not trying anything to put, about her. Not so much about Ari, a little bit about Ari, but more about the baby and what kind of life can he have. And I think this has this is how she's you trying talk to get her to, to Ari. think about cuz I don't honestly to answer your question I don't know how much Ari has thought about that. I all. agree. I think I she's totally thinking agree. of herself more. And I love Benium. It's going to work out. It's fine. But now shit's going south. And her mom's like, you got to think about what's this going to be like for your child. I think that Janice thinks of Ari always as that maybe 11-year-old girl, maybe 13-year-old girl who is cutting herself. Yeah. And I don't know if Janice... Can never move past that. I think she's worried, y'all. Because so, Janice is leaving. Dad already left, y'all. Apparently, Dad is way too busy to really be involved a lot in his kid's <laughs> I life. Think he's no a, judgment. He's a doctor, so you know. I, I know but I, they're like, oh, he finally traveled. I'm like, okay, Dad's been a little they, bit. They absent. give Dad a lot of credit for traveling, but Janice is going home today, and she really is kind of talking to Ari in the cab there, just kind of like she and, says. And honestly, Janice has given her a lot of passive aggressive things, like. Really love my grandkids being around me. Uh, oh, and y'all, if you didn't see the TLC clip on TLC's Instagram of Janice and Fred <gasps> looking at... It's, oh, it's totally worth it. You know, we I still do love Janice, and I think she is a good mom, but the way that they go into that apartment yep. is privileged as fuck. Well... But it's also it's all real, di- y'all, because they don't even have a big... They have like a dorm refrigerator. It's all directed... In a way to make Ari come home. Yes. It, this, this sounds really terrible, but it tells you kind of how people who come from privilege, it's always like, when can we end this charade? Mm-hmm. When yeah. can we end this, your brief jaunt <sighs> to Ethiopia to marry some savage? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying her parents would ever call him a savage. No, but, that, but that's the way you feel. That That's kind of how it feels. Yeah. When is this? Is this over now? Is this over? Is is your dalliance over? Yeah. Is your is your project of having a baby in a foreign country over? Is your vacation is, done yeah, now? Yeah. Is this is this little ex- experiment you had? Are you done with it? Because we need you back here, which is shitty. I'm going to be the first to say that. Yeah. Um. But this Ari is a product of this. And it's really hard. And as someone who's had, she's definitely had mental health issues. Yeah. She's definitely, let's say, not the 
most, not the, I'm trying to find a way to describe this. She's not the, probably the strongest personality type out there. No. In that she will crack. And I think she does not know how, and her mom knows this, I don't think she knows how to communicate for herself. It's something that her mom does say in talking about Janice because she says, you know, I don't mean, and she says, I don't mean to be offend, offend you, but I'm not seeing him growing up here. And she talks about their communication hasn't gotten better. And she says, and this is what, what makes me feel, feel a lot for Ari. And, Cause Janice knows this. She said, there's so much family pressure from his side of the family. Yeah. She doesn't get any support. No one's really That's listening to true. her. That's all no true. No one is validating her. That we saw it a lot last week, and then hearing Janice say it again, I just was like, "Fuck, that does suck well, for Ari." And let's compare someone like Ari to someone like Tiffany from the previous season of The Other Way. Tiffany, 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 <laughs> Tiffany and Ronald. Oh, Tiffany, Tiffany. Oh, yeah. I better. Think about someone because Tiffany had so much inner strength. Tiffany with would herself chew, would take Benium and his fucking sisters I know. and chew them the fuck out and spit so, them out. I'm just telling you, think of the difference and you uh, yeah. think of the difference of people. And maybe it's not really helpful to to think of a this parallel, but that's a closest one I can think of. Well, and yes, and I think that there's like um well, even like when we were watching Or Devin. Devin is another even, parallel. Or even like Dan, this is really going back, but we just started season two in our Patreon of Danny and Amy. Oh, yeah. Cute twink Danny. Oh, Y'all, we want to fuck beg, all of his brothers. I would beg. For, oh, my God. His brothers and are so hot. Don't get us started on Justin and his blue and eyes. And his brother Jake. And, each other, and Jennifer, his sister-in-law, who's a fucking bitch, <laughs> who's always rolling She's her awful. eyes. She's awful, yep. Y'all, season two of 90 Day is good. It's where it all starts. That's... Danielle, my mom <laughs> love me, love me. <laughs> anyway, where everyone in that Ohio town no one is, is unattractive. <laughs> no one is pretty there. No one is pretty there. I don't. Some there's Aaron Brockovich something's needs in the to go water. there because something's in the water. Yeah, Aaron Brockovich <laughs> sue on behalf. She's like your honor. All these people are ugly. <laughs> It's like Springfield where yeah. the fish have three heads. Make a movie, Julia Roberts. Um, <laughs> ugly town. <laughs> ugly town. Uh, what were we talking about? I oh, don't know. It's so it's, but in that, like, I was bringing up Danny and Amy. Yeah. Like, we just saw the episode where uh, Amy has, like, kind of a bachelor party with the women. Yeah. And the women. Super supportive. Who are super supportive and not just supportive of her. Because she's with Daddy, but actually are listening to her, attuning to her. Yeah, Ari I, gets none of and that. I, and I and I and I think this is just a cultural thing. I yes. think it's just yeah. that the women are just expected to deal. And I agree with that. You know? But I'm. But we again, it's something. And I said this last week. You know, yes, Ari is choosing to live in Ethiopia, but there is this feeling that Benny and his family never acknowledge that she is an American trying to live in Ethiopia. And they're just kind of like, this is who we are. Yeah. Take it or leave it. And never like, huh, I wonder what her point of view is from living here. I totally agree with you. I'm um, just seeing it more. And it makes me feel for her. I can't believe I'm saying that. And it's the same problem we have with Devin who says, I want an American wedding Yeah, in Korea. But don't you think Ari probably... 
as someone who's probably had a lot of support from a lot of people. Oh, yeah. It breaks she's my been... heart because I bet she thought when she came to Ethiopia, she would get that. Because that's what she's always gotten in America I, in her life. I don't think she ever gave a single thought to that. Because I no, guarantee you, I guarantee you, he treated her like a queen. Yeah. Before this. That's true, actually. Um, I don't think she ever lives in the, she's living in the past and now because the future is way too scary for her. True. So it's hard for her to, that's why it's hard for her to think about what's the, what's the year going to be like? She can't even go there. Yeah, she she can't even she can't. think about the future because it's too debilitating for her. And really, I think that's one of the qualities of being a, um, I think a great parent is thinking about somewhat the future of where you want your family to be, where you want your child to be. And again, it's though you're so right because I think Janice that, is trying to get her to think about the yeah. future of her son. I think that takes disassociation from your own self protective nature. Though. And she can't do that. Yeah, I think she's already in crisis. They're the, really the worst for she's one another. Terrible. I think she's she's been in crisis ever since she's been in Ethiopia. Yes, I, I think she's been in crisis probably. And the since postpartum she found, does not help. Yes, yeah. I think she's been in crisis since she found out she was pregnant. Probably. No, think about that yoga studio where that one bitch, <laughs> she was already falling apart then. Yeah. When that one girl was like, what did she say? She's like, I went to Japan and it was really hard. And, and I was like, what? Japan. Japan. So anyway, the, her, parent, her mom leaves and basically the mom is like, honestly, do you really want to stay here? If you have doubts, let daddy and I know. She said, don't hide your doubts. Yeah. If you're happy, we accept it. If you don't, and again, she has to talk to her like a child. Yeah. If you don't have this happy feeling, that let us know. I'm like, who says that to an adult? If you don't have this happy feeling inside, Ari, that means something's wrong. Well, it's because... What, so Winnie the Pooh going to come out? Too smart for strangers, <laughs> that's me, Winnie the Pooh. Don't touch me in my bathing suit area, or I'll go tell Help my mom. mom. I, honestly, the problem is, you're exactly right, it's the mom uh, enabling it. And Ari enabling it. They need that relationship where she's still 13. And she's I think you She's still you're right. 13 cutting her arm. I bet, because you said, I, I never thought about this. I bet Janice is always scared she's going to hurt of herself course. again. Of course. I mean, imagine if you were doing that. Mother Poodle would, my mother to this day would still say. How do I handle that? Cool. She would say, are you okay? Are you going to cut your, and I'm like, mom, I'm 40. It happened 20 years ago. I'm mm -hmm. over it. It was, she would never be able to lose that. I agree. Um, so wow. it's baptism day. Yay! Woo! The baby's not gonna go to hell. <laughs> Yay! Beethoven day. Da, 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 da. You're going to the heaven. <laughs> Beethoven day. You ain't gonna burn in hell. Uh, hey, hey, it's baptism day. <laughs> Hey, hey, it's Lord. Lord's going to take you to heaven. You're not going to go to hell. Baptism day? Baptism day? <laughs> it's a little deep Yo, cut from deep You're a Good Man, Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown. Good job, Baptism Poodle. day? Uh, so Y'all, Linus from, Bat from You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown could fuck me with that blanket. Schroeder. Or Schroeder. Ooh, he was hot. Schroeder sings Beethoven day. He was hot. Uh, anyway, man. so 
they have to get up at six thirty, or no, sorry, the baptism is, is starts at six, which means there's a lot of baptisms this day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh god, it's like Easter. You come oh at me god. if you're a cat. Oh Did they do this I in Protestant? In Catholicism, yes, we always baptize it, in on Easter. In Episcopalian churches, it's so some of the some of it, the services are so long. That's why we never went on Easter anymore on Sunday morning. My mom, um, we go on Saturday night. That is the most important service. No, we go on Saturday night to the oh, Saturday night vigil. Yeah. And oh, for us, people are baptized in vigil. Oh no, it was always Sunday morning for oh. us. We never went to the Sunday morning. Actually, morning. in the Episcopal Church, there's like several Sundays now. Where children can be baptized, yeah, people can be confirmed, it, yeah, yeah, all during, um, yeah, uh, yeah, because they just were tired of it. So anyway, uh, his family's there because we could save save the baby from the devil, um, mm-hmm. who is like poking at him, poking at him, poking at him. When the devil got you, the, when the demons when got de- her, when demons the got demons her. got her, got her. <laughs> Y'all, that's a lalu cut. Sorry, we feel, we're doing you, everything all you at the same to, time now. You have to speak as low as you can. When, when the demons, demons got her, it's very much Sling Blade, Billy Bob Thornton. Got her. <laughs> and that's a woman we're doing. It's a woman. Um, it's more with oxygen, so it's more kind of like when the when the demons got her. Can we say oxygen? This is it, Diane. <laughs> Yeah, no! wait, wait, is that, is that no Dylan smooth ass? Over no Look at Dylan it, wicked ass. ass. Oh, it, it looks like a mole's eye. Just <laughs> wicked ass. Blind as a bat, but ready for some licking. <laughs> <laughs> and I am out. Uh, we only saw her in two episodes, but she was enough to make an impression. It's true. Uh, no relation to. Someone else. They we <laughs> no relation to porn grinning. Um, I will say that we saw something that said how to lose a guy in two days. It was Heather and Dylan. <laughs> it was like an aunt, aunt Diane. Diane in the middle. <laughs> it was like a. That was great. <laughs> that was fucking great. I will say the people who do ninety day and love after lockup memes are some of the funniest fucking people doing I've ever seen. God's work. God's work. So. They're at the baptism. She's dressing up in traditional clothes. Uh, she's wearing her Star of David necklace. Is kind of a uh, kind of a uh, she's being she's being a little feisty with it. Yeah, which I enjoy. Um, I mean, not too. I mean, not that, not a com- a lot of comedy drama drama. This, it's really she, just go through the ceremony. She does say to him on the way there. She's like. Yeah, to be really patient with me today because this is very difficult for me. And Biddy's just kind of sitting there like, okay. But long story short, kind of they take the baby, they go through the ceremony. Ari's the baby's name is T Bebe Selassie. That's his name. Ethiopia baptism name. They pour water on the baby. They make her like she thinks they're like touching the the Bible to her face, but they're actually wanting her to kiss the Bible. Yeah, mm-hmm. she doesn't understand that. She turns away in disgust. She does. That's okay, I guess. She looks like like when I, I try to kiss on titties now. I just go <laughs> like I ran into a glass door. So anyway, y'all. Then afterwards, there's a big family party, and the family's celebrating. She's she actually does really well with this, even though. She's uh, she's much better. Benjamin's afraid she's going to snatch the baby from the baptism. It is. He was like, she I'm does so excited not. She did not. And she said, you know what? No matter what happens, Benjamin's family is so happy about this. Yeah. This is a it's great a good, day it's to a good celebrate. It's a good moment them. for them. 
And then his sister, Wish, says, I'm so glad she decided to do this. She said, I'm so glad. She behaved. She really behaved good today. (laughs) Because women should fucking behave. Yo, it's never going to get better with his family. It's I I it's swear not. to God it's They're not like, going to get better. They are like fifty years behind our culture as far as how Let's women are treated. Be careful how we use the term "behind our culture." Um, well, I I know, I know what you're saying. Sorry, but when it comes to women's rights, I feel like they need to be equal. No, no, no. I'm but, just saying that's that's a lot of privilege. It is, but um, but no, I I know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm saying. It's different. Instead of behind, I'm just I'm right. just taking your words. It's just pissing me off when women aren't treated equally. I totally agree. I don't I'm, like it. But I'm saying don't put your American privilege on it. <sighs> <laughs> That's something for me because I put mine on everything. Uh, well, we all put our thing on uh, everything. But anyway, so the family's happy, you and guys. that's it, really. This is the first time this story has ended in a good place in at least three or four weeks. And it will be the last. <laughs> Mark feeling. my words. Mark my Next words. Next week looks like a shit show. Next week, yep. It's going to be bad. Going to be bad. Yep. Oh, but you know, oh, I, we should say that Ari does tell her mom when Janice goes to leave, she says... But I love him, and I want to be here for the family. So she really still is putting up this front of, I love him, and I want to be here as a family. I I'm staying him. here. I love him. That's all he needs to know. Yes. That's all I need to know. I was letting you roll with it. I didn't. Yeah. 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 But I only sing. on my own. But it's not. She's not going to be on her own. She's going to be with her mother. Yep. Anyway, y'all. Okay, now let's talk about Devin and Jihoon. Um, so Jihoon's looking good. Okay. I love this when look. When Jihoon combs his hair out of his face, I'm like. It's like model. He could hot. fucking get it. He can get it. I'm into it. I, yeah. I I'm don't like it. Jihoon in the testimonials or that when he's talking to the camera. What's that called? And that kind of bowl uh, cut. Confessions. Confessions. Confessionals. Um. When he's talking, yeah, I don't like this bowl hair. But when it's pushed to the side, oh, and he does it. Put he me on it my up. side, Jihoon. Gross. Knock me up. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> Give me that baby. <laughs> no. You know he can uh, lock my number. Lock, lock it my number. My telephone. Telephone. Lock that number. It was the end of the summer. <laughs> the summer. <laughs> summer sun. We began that. Number two hundred and eighty on the Milton charts. <laughs> it was. It was Beyonce. It was Maroon 5. <laughs> and then there's like 2,000 people. And then we were right there. <laughs> 2012. Hit of the summer. <laughs> hey, you know what? At least we were on the chart, Stace. You're right, Dust. <laughs> I miss them. I miss that fucking train wreck. I know. We're going to see them because they're... Because there'll definitely be a second season. No, did you not see that Darcy and Stacy had the like highest ratings ever of TLC? <gasps> really? Yeah, like crazy high ratings. Oh, thank God! So there's going to be a second season. Oh, yeah. Oh God. Yep. It was so terrible. It was so terrible, and <laughs> I enjoyed it thoroughly. Enjoyed it thoroughly. I love them, y'all. There's something about her. There's something about both of them that I. That you just have to empathize with. They just want love so badly, and they're so ridiculously, they're so ridiculous physically. You know what I think I enjoyed with Darcy and Stacey too. Just with this year, they're not that deep, and that's kind of what I, that's kind of what I think a lot of us needed in twenty twenty. Yeah, because this is so deep. 
And this oh hits on so much stuff. It gets a little hard to watch. Yeah. So anyway, however, Speaking though. Speaking of hard to watch. This uh, actually went somewhat well for Devin's Devin. parents. Y'all, <laughs> this is a second episode where Devin and Jihoon, things are going well. They are setting us up for, for a, a fall. hard fall. Yeah. So Alicia, you guys, is still pissed. Uh, we also, the apartment's dirty, and Devin's like, you gotta pick it up. So they're um, cleaning up the apartment, because Alicia and them are gonna be there. And she basically, she's she, she kind of starts to tour the apartment. She's like, it looks good, but Jihoon, I need to see that he's stepping up his game. Uh, anyway, it looks kind of nice. The parents are touring it, and they say, this is great. Uh, he's like, it's this bigger. is a nice starter home. And then... The Hanbox ceremony happens, and basically they're exchanging Devin for like a box, kind of like a dowry. Uh, this is Maybe, kind of like yeah. a, a, a a Korean custom of a dowry. So she has to hide. I, I, I love, you know what? <laughs> I love this custom. It's just so, so off the wall. It was so I'm into it. off the wall, and it's like, it's like, um, oh, the, we forgot the custom of after Baby's graduate or baptism, they wrap the baby up in an injera and injera at Benium and Art, and it is good. And they try, and then they they wrap the baby up like a little sandwich, and then they eat the injera. Yeah, I love Ethiopian food; it's, it's one of my favorites. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, There's injera at that liquor store near your house. Los Angeles is. is so weird. Los Angeles is I so... I love it. You can buy injera at that liquor and it, store. And we're right by Little Ethiopia. Yeah. Yeah, you're like a couple blocks. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... You should be eating Ethiopian food every week. My boyfriend doesn't like it. What? Doesn't care for it. Why not? He just says, he's like, yeah, I've never really liked... Because he's from D.C. and there's good Ethiopian food in D.C. and he never really cared for it. But we have like the largest Ethiopian community outside Ethiopia. I'm just saying. Wow. You know what? He's wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a a limb and say that. I'm kind of surprised after you said that that I haven't fucked more Ethiopian men in Los Angeles. I'm shocked. Why weren't they on scruff when I was single? (laughs) Come on. I think it's a very. I should just driven up Fairfax and just opened my app. I think it's a very rigidly anti-gay. Yeah. Shocker. Shocker. Um, so the Hombox uh, ceremony, uh, and they come up the stairs saying, box for sale, box for sale. Something I've said on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. <laughs> box for sale. Appetizing wax box for sale. I was like, box! Here, box for sale, right if here. If you want to rim my ass, follow me, you'll <laughs> get a pass. Box for sale. Thank you for that Cole Porter You're welcome. Cut. You're welcome. I thought you were doing uh, Oliver, and then I realized you were actually doing Cole Porter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love for sale. What are my you know favorite that standards? Tune? Oh, jazz. Yeah, I love, yeah, a lot of jazz. Okay, just standard, checking. Yeah. Uh, is it actually from a show? Uh, maybe all those Cole Porter yeah, tunes are, but they're the shows are forgotten. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they come in wearing squid masks, and it's to ward off evil, which and is they're creepy. Real squid, y'all, and they fucking stink. And they have to stomp on a gourd. And uh, then he gives the family the box. They look at all the different little items and tokens and things, and he says. 
Ken, will you give me your daughter? Give me Devin, please. <laughs> give me Devin, please. And Alicia says, if you can find her. And then it's like, hide and go seek Devin. Um, yes. It, you know what? This is weird to Americans. I'm sure it's not strange to Korean people at I all. I thought it was charming. Yeah. Charming. I loved it. So the qu- the squid masks like are, are smelly and... Uh, and Devin's like, I can't believe my parents sold me for a box. <laughs> I can. I can. You're worth. You're barely worth that. The wedding day is tomorrow, and they're tr- and Alicia and Devin, Devin. They're trying on the dress, and we we said we're not fans of her style. We're not fans of her really at all. She has a beautiful dress. That dress is it's beyond gorgeous. gorgeous. It fits her perfectly. It is fucking. Yeah. Gorgeous, and we get clips of her yeah. next week when she's in her wedding garb, and y'all, she looks f- like a yeah. fucking uh, cover of Bridal and Magazine. I, and I kind of mentioned the fact that you could it was like see-through so you could see her tattoos. I don't mind it really that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish the dress played with the tattoos more, I think. Or yeah. maybe it was off-white, so it would be like opaque. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you, she should have to cover it up. I just think... It should highlight the tattoos. I don't know. I, Maybe she, yeah. That probably would be a very yeah. expensive dress to make. I have a feeling, and to yeah. Get, and they probably don't have that budget. This, but, they, I mean, it fits her. Mm, I mean, chef's kiss, Devin. Yeah. Chef's kiss. It's beautiful. Uh, so then she basically says, uh, uh, she's like, I don't know what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. And Alicia's like, at least you're pretty. That's all Which that matters. I have to tell Poodle when he's freaking out about things. It's true. You're pretty. You're pretty, pretty girl. Pretty girl. Pretty, pretty, bird. pretty, pretty girl. bird. Pretty, pretty girl. Pretty bird. He goes, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, so then she does. I, I promise ask. you, Poodle. I promise you that guy is not going to find his 401k you stole. <laughs> okay. 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 Pretty girl. Pretty girl. So then uh, Devin S said, do you support my marriage? And Alicia says, yes. She says, so. I do. I feel like he is changing and I think Ji Hoon is going to be fine and that's all we can hope for. This we, is, we, we didn't know the end. We already I know I wish we really wish you didn't. It we kind of spoiled. Yeah. I guess we should say do. but uh well it's kind of known in the universe. Yeah, she she's dating some other Korean guy right now. She's yeah. somehow got divorced. Yeah. So y'all. So she's sticking oh, my Lisa. Hold on one second. <laughs> Scratching your ears for please. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, God. Y'all, I can't believe they've made us witness this. You abandoned me. Love, Love don't, don't live here anymore. I hate it. I have a hard time singing first because you just choose a key. You don't <laughs> sing Madonna's keys down an octave. I, I And it really bothers me. Do you want to do it one time in the right key? You abandon me. Love don't live here anymore. That's it. You, you or take it down the octave. You can't just find one in the middle. Otherwise, I can't hear it. <laughs> That's called relative pitch, y'all. I I I have perfect pitch in most ways, but you have relative pitch and perfect bitch. <laughs> That's what I'll you, take it. You know what? You can put that on your business mm-hmm. card. <laughs> Voice lessons with Poodle Anthony. Relevant bitch. Perfect and bitch. Perfect bitch. 
Anyway, y'all, you're bitch perfect. I said that in the watch along the other day. Someone, uh, we were looking at Xanadu, you know, because we were oh, watching yeah. Xanadu during the watch boy. and chat. Uh, boy, I had so many questions at the end of that movie. I had so many questions. It really makes questions. no sense. Gene Kelly is still hot as an older man. I still don't know totally. why. I still don't know why they opened the club. <laughs> <laughs> but I did say I forgot about the animation. They were part trying too. to come up with the title for the club, and she said, "In Xanadu, did Kublai Khan, da blah blah blah." And I'm like, "So now we're quoting Percy Bysshe Shelley?" And I said, "That'd be my drag queen queen name, Percy Bysshe Shelley." That's true. <laughs> That's true. Percy Bitch Shelley. Uh, anyway, so let's talk about Cheese Stick and May Lisa, y'all. So y'all abandoned me because y'all, he's got to go back. Um, got to leave Colombia. And because I wanna, his visa is expiring and he has no job. Is it that his visa is expiring or that because they're not going to be able to get married? They're not going to extend his visa unless he gets married or gets a job. Right. He's not able to find a job. He, this is, he tells y'all it to kind of like, I and I and I agree with you. I, w- I want to start out by saying, does she call bullshit on the idea that he has no finances? Does she think he's lying and the fact he has no more money, uh, or does she just consider that to be irrelevant? I think she almost considers that to be irrelevant. And I want to say like we're going to live on love. Yes, and I want to say I'm calling bullshit a little bit on Tim. I kind of am it, too. It's changing it then, but I think Tim wants to go back because she fucked a guy while he was gone and he's done. Oh, I was I think that's what this is about. I was going to say he was going to make up a reason that he had to go back. I th- but I think he Wants to go back more because she's pissed at him and he can't he get it out around. Of he can't get it out of his he head. He said he keeps saying, "I can't get." It. He acts. He, I said, "Acts." You did. I said that like um, uh, Chevelle. I need to ask you something. I need to ask you, y'all. Chevelle on Life After Lockup says things so incorrectly <laughs> all of the time. It's not. She's my least favorite. She's not my least favorite. She's the worst person on. She's she's definitely the worst person from last season. Um, I don't know about this season, but she's she comes. She came off the worst. uh, It's true. She did. Um, So, but I think that he acts like he acts as if she cheated on him while they were together. The way she feels towards him like the almost the way he feel, and i'm like well technically though you weren't together yeah so it's not the same thing but he um it's almost like he sees that in his mind because if you think back on this this whole thing it's like yes he loves her he misses her he says he's gonna come back but yet he wants to leave and then i don't think it's really until the end that actually i think Maybe the act of them leaving is actually what's going to show these two that they actually care about one another. I'm going to disagree with you in uh, in the in the procedure pre- procedural sense, but not the outcome. Okay. Um, I think she may still have feelings for him. She still needs to punish him for several years. Yes, 
Oh, before before he will even yes. get any leeway. Yes, she's going to need to hold his balls in an amulet yeah. around her neck. Yep, agree and squeeze them nightly. <laughs> Wait, where are we? What are we talking about? Cast spe- like we're talking right. casting spells on them, squeezing them this in her some, mouth. This is some piano cat seventy seven <laughs> shit right now. So y'all, it's going to be. If he were to get to stay with her, it would be another two years of misery. Yes. Before he would even be allowed into the golden mean, into her into her good graces. I don't even know if she would forgive him until they eventually had a kid and he was a good dad. Because I, I bet he'll be a great father. Even then, because you've got that mother... You've got that mother and that father. I know. And they're always going to be poisoning. I kind of feel like, honestly, they're not going to make it as long as they live in Colombia. I agree. And she's not going to move. Um, no. It's so much better for Cheese Stick to take his water ball and go home. Wait. Uh, what, if he went go- what if he went home because maybe they don't prescribe Apoquel and that's the best anti-itch medicine for dogs. Maybe he's got to go back and get that's some medicine. That's niche. No <laughs> one knows what the fuck you're talking about. That's a. In fact, that's when you when you have to when you have to explain the dog allergy joke. <laughs> it's not interesting. <laughs> I so, have to. I have to. I have to. I have to like wave a wave a white Carl! flag. Carl, give Shooter his apiquil. Give Shooter his apiquil. <laughs> Y'all, Carl, follow Carl's wife on Twitter. And Shooter, stop licking your ass. And also follow Shooter on Twitter. Shooter the dog one. Shooter the dog one. And I believe Carl is on Twitter as well. Carl is as well. He complimented me on my hair today. <laughs> so, anyway, let's talk about this couple. They are, he, is, he finally tells her, I'm leaving. He um, does. And that's it for... That kind of, the yes, way I'm you burping. said that was like you were just gonna say he says she's le- he's leaving and that's it that's the show everybody. <laughs> so he and he did buy the ticket kind of before he told her that that was shitty. Uh, Again, I agree he that is should have told her they should talk because she's it. she hates to be not included in anything and she which should, it makes sense that's she a should big not be fucking decision i agree and he's like well you would have said no and try to talk me out of it well but be a fucking adult and have an adult conversation about it so she said well now you're making decision by yourself she said you promised like, and you're not delivering on it and she said this is bullshit i'm disappointed and she, yeah she said you're not delivering you're just thinking about yourself yeah. I what I would I don't think that's true. What I would like to see, and that this will never happen, is a full financial readout for him. If I found out he was losing money and he was about to go into debt, and the only thing that would get him back was to work at his old job and to to kind of get his life back. I'm telling you, I don't think it's that dire. I think because. You 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 could be right. I don't I know. I think because she fucked someone else, he's pissed and he needs space. But he he has been talking about that before he he heard about that. He has. Yeah. He has. So I I I I don't know. Um I but think But if we think about it, I don't know if he's talked about that 
with her as much as he said that in the confessionals and they do those after they film yeah, everything they, they the do them after and they could have done as a storyline um who are you uh are you who team? are you who, who, who? i was doing the who oh i was doing that um who is that song I really want to know. <laughs> oh, that's a better. I was doing the Carrie Underwood song that's about God. That no one knows. No, Deep a lot cuts. of people know. No, she does it at her concert and everybody sings it um, and puts their hands in the air. Oh God, that I don't want to hear it then. So, who are you? Cheese st- team Cheese Stick? Team, Ma- team Melissa. I said like Chain instead of Shane. Because I feel like you guys... They're wanting the audience to choose a side here. Oh, yeah. Because they're not giving us a ton of information. I probably am more team cheese stick. I'm leaning there, too. Um, Mostly because I I feel like if he stayed in Colombia, it would be another two to three years before he would even be off the leash. Well. to, To further the dog metaphor. I also think cheese stick. I actually think cheese stick is a good guy. And I think that... And he, and he made a stupid, stupid mistake. stupid, stupid mistake and a hurtful mistake. His push-pop penis was, mm-hmm. was exposed and to it, a co-worker. It, yep, and then they got stuck together, and then the boss caught him. And, <laughs> um, sorry. And then... Like um, a barbed penis that just gets stuck. Um, and, but the... I probably would be Tim Melissa if she had... Team. Uh, or Tim. I said Tim Melissa. You did. Team Melissa if she hadn't punished him so much. I just think that's a pretty. This I, is. I'm all. She has a right to be upset. This is really but, hard, you guys, because adultery is something that, or not even adultery because they weren't married, but cheating is something a lot of people go through, and like you either, you either say once a cheater, always a cheater, break up with them, and because that betrayal can never be salvaged, or you say let's work on this. Um, and they're, uh, and, and you, you have to like forgive and say, I'm not going to hold this against you for the rest of my, for the rest of your life. And like, but there's not a lot of middle ground or is there? So I'm, I'm asking. Cause I mean, if it you, really is like that, the lyrics of, or set such that Dixie Chicks, Dixie Chick song you remind and where she, your they tongue's say, getting thick. Forgive sounds good. Forget, I don't think I could. They say time heals everything, but I'm still waiting. That's Melissa. Yeah. She is still like waiting. And she's so, because I actually don't even know. I don't don't think she's forgiven him. I don't, yeah, I don't think she's even, I don't even know if she means to punish him. I think she's so just blivid and enraged by it. She can't help but just. Be horrible about I it. I don't think she's super in touch with her emotions. No. Um, and the she on, the only ones she's super in touch with are the angry ones. Yeah. Yeah, because those are the easy ones. Yeah. Those are the easy ones to be in touch with. Because if you guys, if you're angry all the time, oh, I'm describing myself. Never mind. <laughs> well, anger is a secondary emotion. It, exactly. It's covering up insecurity. Exactly. It's covering it. up. Um, oh, I'm insecure as fuck. I'm the first uh, but, to admit it. But it's cover- whatever it is, it's covering yeah. things up. Also, too, it's she takes, and I understand this. I, I I would feel probably a lot of this same way too. But she takes the fact that Tim cheated on her so personally, personally yep. 
And I'm going to say it had nothing to do with her. Nothing to do with her. Totally. I totally agree with this. It had nothing to, and y'all, I will say when most people cheat on you, nothing to do with your partner. Nothing to do with you. Totally. What your partner is going through. Now, let's say, let's say your friend, your name is LaDonna, and you fuck your postmaster, who's your husband's best friend. So then he fucks your friend, Seanetta. Well, that might be about you. I can't uh, help but think this sounds. Oklahoma esque. You know what? I don't. I thought Ladonna La and Shanetta were common names. <laughs> common names. They're not. Um, they're you know not. What? Uh, hope they're not listening. Shanetta is not a common <laughs> name. So anyway, y'all, I'm gonna say that. But yeah, this is not. T- that was not about her. But she feels like it's something about her. And I bet you, if she like had some deep fucking therapy, she probably would feel like. It was partly her fault that Tim cheated. Like she was involved, contributed, yeah. or did something. Well, I think it's really important that people hear what you just said. Is that if someone cheats on you, it's most it's not about you. It, it could might, be about your. It could be. It could be about the relationship. It could be about the lack of communication you're having. Someone doesn't feel intimacy. Yeah, that's about y'all. And I and I will say if if someone's cheating. There, it's not necessarily one person's fault. It has something to do with the communication isn't where it should be. Yes, that and, that's that is the, the that is act of them sleeping with somebody else. That wasn't your fault. Right, you didn't drive them to that. Right, that is truly of their own volition. Right, and their own shit. It's no one's fault. You need to examine the communication between you and your partner. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. Anyway. Um, anyway, I hope somebody's not sobbing on the road going, damn it, Dale, I knew you cheated for Dale. a reason. Um, so one of the things that Cheese Stick said, who knew that Cheese Stick was a poet? I'm, I'm still having issues Poodle with Cheese Stick speaking fluent Spanish. I know. Looking like a man in an Edgar suit in a blonde way. Uh, and then he says, I'm not moving back so I can run away from you. I'm going back so I can run back to you. That's beautiful. <laughs> I want to run to you. I guess we decided to go into falsetto, which I can't even... Tell me... <laughs> I feel like I can't duet on that because your your hands go out like you're pushing me away <laughs> from true. even trying to be there. Y'all, it's kind of like someone ice skating when he's singing that. <laughs> he here. doesn't want me joining you. Here, you take a video okay. and it'll show it on okay, the Instagram. Here we go. This is, how do I do this around? Just press the video. This is what it's like when someone sings Whitney. This is what it's like when someone sings Whitney, okay? Are you here, Pai? Yeah, yeah. I need you here. I need you here to wipe away my See, tears. That's him pushing me back. Away my tears. Oh, no. <laughs> if you only knew how much I want to know. Please stop. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Is the dog barking? I think and the dog's barking. Scene. 
That's it. That's um, it. All right. So, uh, where were we? Did, I, we, did, did we just I, record I, all that? I'm not pushing you away, but I understand <laughs> what you mean. I'm, I I feel very <laughs> isolated. <laughs> I would be scared. Um, did we just record? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, y'all. That's when your Yo, dog, your dog, be meta. Your dogs leave the room when he does things like yeah. that. Yeah, y'all. Run that's to you. Def- that's definitely going to be in the screeching. Uh, run to you is my thread. favorite Whitney Houston song. Is it my very favorite Whitney Houston song? Wow, I don't know what my favorite is. I love I, the greatest love of all. Uh, that's a great, but that's I'm a great guarantee song. you that song was in the right key because I I don't have relative pitch like you, but I've sang it so much in my falsetto like I'm a sure. little gay boy. I know <laughs> it. No, I meant run to you. Oh, is it you know who sang that? Shelly Lee sang that at my graduation. It was good. I'm just glad it wasn't Jessica Conway. <laughs> no. Okay. But Jessica Conway is who I went and saw The Bodyguard with, and I loved, and we used to listen to Whitney Houston over the phone together. How Y'all, did she not call you a faggot? If your boyfriend... <laughs> Is listening to not Whitney Houston now, but let's say who what Ariana Grande, yeah, Taylor. No, Taylor um, Swift's amazing, uh, but no, but I'm a gay person. Well, so. Whitney Houston was amazing. I mean, if your boy but Taylor Swift, if vocals, your daughter's boyfriend is Ari- Liz- Ariana Grande is probably or Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande is probably yeah, the closest. If, um, or if 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 your daughter's boyfriend knows knows who Jesse J is. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be Charlie XCX. The, yeah, just send him to gay camp. They're they're going to just know that they're going to break up and be best friends in college. Good for them. Good we, for them. Everyone needs a friend. Everybody. Anyway, y'all, Cheese Stick is leaving. They got Peppy the cat in the in the carrier. Yeah. This poor cat. So to, to be taken back, literally, like to fly. Twice in like 90 days. It's a lot. They, so y'all, this is, this is such a sad goodbye. Yep. They both are a fucking mess. Cheese stick is blubbering. Cheese stick is blubbering so much so that y'all. His face is red. He's drooling. Melissa looks to the camera and says, oh my God, what is happening? Why am I feeling this? And. And she starts to cry. It's a single tear, y'all. It begins, and then she starts crying. The entire season, we have not seen uh, Bruja cry. No, because her mother would not allow that. Yeah, her mother probably shamed her when she saw this on television. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's weird. It really is like there's. It's like they're finally sad, and they can finally be vulnerable with one another when they're leaving. Yeah. And he says that's what it's about for her, y'all. She cannot, cannot be vulnerable. I totally agree with you. And she sees Tim. That's what I think more this is about. Tim's ability that he is so vulnerable. She sees she it as a weak, I think she, she sees it as a weakness. Oh, him. and uh, that that may be true. I think she would like it. She'd love to know what that was like. More, maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe, yeah, that's the other side of the coin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he says Melissa is the only person on the face of this earth I want to be with 
and that's I don't think he, why you're fucked, cheese stick. And I don't think he came to that realization at the beginning. I'm telling. I feel like it was the saying I goodbye like helped. He needs to be with a woman who he can go to college football games every Saturday with, like pow, tas tas tas. Yes, tas tas tas. But no. not she exotic. Would, she would run him over. Sh- uh, she'd kill him. Yeah, she she'd would. kill cheese stick. She would. <laughs> that is the show y'all this has been a long one we decided not to break this up into two pieces mostly just because it'd be more of a problem with the press yeah and we'd have to do more shit it ain't just because we're here and we thought we'll just bump it out but now it's time for our i become okay with it all it, right it took me a while it was kind of like being under communist rule <laughs> now i'm like so I get my bread on Tuesday? Sure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's listen to our spotlight right now. Hi, Maddie Poodle and 90 Days Gay Sphere. This is Tammy from Alaska. I wanted to call in and do a public service warning about this podcast. Um, my husband and I always watch competition shows together and watch the British show The Big Flower Fight on Netflix. We each pick our teams to cheer. He picked the eclectic gay best friends, Jan and Hank. During one of the episodes, Jan and Hank won the challenge and were posing with their Best in Bloom award. One of the other very attractive male contestants, Owen, came over. He held on to the award and posed with them. I told my husband that Jan and Hank were Twitterpated, and I said, look, Jan has his arm around Owen's waist. And Hank probably has his finger up his ass. I got the slow head turn and jaw drop accompanied with, what the hell have you been watching? It took me several minutes to stop laughing hysterically. So I just wanted to remind you all that, astonishingly, not everyone spends their days with Maddie and Poodle. So be aware of your surroundings before you blurt out gay anal humor. Keep going, Queens. Love the podcast. Y'all. As Poodle says, we're Thank- we're changing lives. Thank you, Tammy from Alaska. Boy. Come at us if you're another Alaskan sissy like Come Tammy. Come at us. Oh, yes. And she's right, y'all. Because you need to you need to check yourself if you say stuff about gay sex. It's happened to Poodle and I, just because being best friends with one another, we kind of forget sometimes what I think is funny or Poodle thinks is funny. It's not the same as the women in his church choir (laughs) or me as some of my therapist friends. Yeah, it's not really. We'll uh, say things and they just go, you know, when what's the kind of what's the what's the face we usually get Poodle? How would you describe it? The kind of like the face that says. Please take me out of this conversation right now. I yeah. want to be the face that I call anywhere other than here. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. when even people who don't have a t- double chin, they're trying to suck their face back so much they have like four chins. Uh huh. It's that face. Yeah, we see that a lot. Yeah. Anyway, Tammy, God bless you. Tammy, Tammy God bless you. Um, I hope you can convince your husband to do something anal in in a yeah, little bit. Yeah, stick a finger up his butt and say I love you. See what happens. See what happens. I hope we don't get a letter for that one. <laughs> Sissies, I got divorced because of Maddie and Poodle. <laughs> anyway. It's time for Sissy Spotlights. Or shout-outs. Sissy shout-outs. We have too many I can't, S's. I can't. Sissy shout-outs, everybody. 
Um, the letters are W and X. You go first with W, w and X. This first is she, Sissy Shishy Shashout. Sissy Shoutout goes to Whitney. Whitney Fanderson. Remember that? Okay, the the, the letter. Or is be, it should it be Fitney Anderson? No, it should be Whitney Fanderson. Whitney Fanderson. That's right. Whitney Anderson. Yeah, we know. Whitney Fanderson. Because no one's named Fanderson. No, no one's named Fanderson. Y'all, Whitney Fanderson is angry, y'all. She's angry, and she's angry all the time. And do you know why? It's because her doctor said she can't eat sugar, and all, and she has loaded up on those sugar-free candies that you get in CVS. You know, the oh, wow. like the diabetic section? Yeah, diabetic with sugar-free candy. She is angry. That, Y'all, that will give you the shits like no other. That's what I was going <laughs> to... That's why she's so angry. She doesn't know that, y'all. So Whitney Fanderson shits her pants on the daily, yeah. and she keeps thinking it's because... Um, her husband is stressed. Her husband is stressing her out because he won't stop playing Fortnite. Ugh. It has nothing to do you with know, Fortnite. You know those little tablets that you light and it this there's those snakes like yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what diabetic candy shits are. That's what diabetic. You just can't stop. You it's like those can, snakes keep you, coming. You just can't stop. But the whole every time. <laughs> Every time she gets on that chair, she's like, damn it, Jonathan, stop playing Fortnite. You're stressing me out. <laughs> Has nothing to do with Fortnite, Fitney. In, fi- in fact, if you, <laughs> <laughs> if, you stop, if you stop eating those sugar-free candies, y'all might play Fortnite together. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. That, that one just ended with, I don't know. That's a little bit of advice, and I hope you get your bowels back. And that's your sissy shout-out. I I wish you um, the most bowel resilience. Yes, that I can. Yes. Um. Uh. My sissy shout out goes to in your in your uh in your realm, Fames Ferris Xander. Fames Ferris Xander, with an X. Fames. Fames with James. Fames Ferris. Xander. Ferris rhymes with Harris. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, y'all, Thames, absolutely. Uh, you know what he's really into? He's really. Penguins. I don't know. Did you just. I said penguins. I didn't know. I don't expect when I, when I asked, do you know what he's into? I don't expect an answer. Well, I was listening. I've never done that to you. I've never waylaid you. I didn't, you just talked about people shitting snakes <laughs> and the fireworks in the middle of my maybe, story. Maybe. Maybe. Boy. Um, but no, I, when I asked, do you know what he's into? What? Thank, that's the right <laughs> answer. Thank you. He's into yachting. Any type of sailing. He's obsessed no. with boats. Okay. In fact, he's still saying things like, I'm on a boat, like long, like Lonely Island, and his friends are like, that was like five years ago. Mm. Please stop saying that. But he's wearing all types of like 
nautical gear. Everything is nautical. Like Wait. lots of anchors. Lots of that. Do you want to have sex with Thames? Because uh, you're no, into I nautical. Have, I have not seen his picture. Because you're into nautical wear. No, I'm really not. You're into nautical wear. No, you love dressing uh, like a sailor. I do love dressing like a sailor. Oh, God. Um, I would say that he was mistaken for a Scientologist because their high brass wear full-on nautical wear. It, it oh. looks that way. Okay. And in he was in Los Angeles recently, and someone said, Oh, my God, can you audit me? Um, I need a good reading. And he was like, What the fuck are you talking about? I'm here vacationing. I just look like a naval person. And anyway, he was whisked to the Scientology Center to have like like lunch with Connor Cruz, Tom Cruise's Scientology son. Um, he's sitting there and he's like, y'all, I don't know what to tell you. I know zero about any of this. And they're like, you're a plant. Um you we just need to know and he's like fine i'll show you i'm not a scientologist um then he like all of a sudden starts quoting bible verses and oh. they're like oh my god and they start like say i'm melting i'm melting i'm melting and then he starts talking about all the psychiatry uh appointments he's had so that is the key to get scientologists off of you tell them you love your psychiatrist because they That'll hate psychiatry. They, they really hate it. The saddest part for me is that Tom Cruise's adopted son is into Scientology. Uh, thank you for waylaying me again. <laughs> no, but I, I wasn't just... done yet. And then, as soon as the, he kicked him out, he all of a sudden finds Jimmy Kimmel Live is doing a like a, this is this is pre-COVID, by the way. Jimmy Kimmel okay. Live is doing this huge thing outside. He joins in this mosh pit and is like, I could get used to this. Los Angeles is for me. Because I'm sure he's from some bunfuck place in Iowa or something. I don't even know. I don't know. Um, he's really in a, All I know is he's really in a naval ship. So then people keep calling him Captain, like Captain Crunch. He gets up on the stage with bare naked ladies because evidently they have an album coming out. He's like, it, they're like, you spend one week since you looked at me. Look at the side of a gap. I'm angry. Five days of the afternoon. He's like, they're going to give a comeback to see me. He knows the words, of course, because everyone in Mouth Breather Land knows the words of Bare Naked Ladies. I'm, so anyway, he goes to the, the, the after party, fucks a couple groupies, gets hepatitis. Uh, it doesn't go well after that. Uh, he's hoping 2021 is going to be better for him. Thanks, Fames Ferris. Xander. <laughs> you know, I looked at his profile picture. You probably would want to have sex with him. I didn't see him. But I will say this. There's a cute schnauzer in the picture, so I'm here oh, for it. Oh, he's cute. He's cute. Cute little dog. You know, I love a schnauzer. Y'all, that's the show. Oh, he's a big queen. Never mind. <laughs> Y'all, that is the show. That's uh, the you show. Know, uh, we love it. It felt like seven hours. No, that was just your story. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so, y'all, that is that's the show. You can uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. We do love five stars. If you don't know what to say, you can always. I love say, all the stars. Uh, you can. You don't love one star. No. You love five stars. I it's, like as many stars as possible. If I you don't know what to say, you can always say, "Keep going, Queen." 
and you guys, we call these people Lonely Hearts Cthulhu. Aren't they all just Lonely Hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you're sitting there and you're wondering, why is my baby naked? He doesn't have to be naked to pour water on him. Call oh. us. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.